Welcome to the Level Up Podcast, brought to you by Century 21, the Harrelson Group, featuring masterminds with real estate leaders, coaches, and influencers, plus eye-opening strategy sessions with up-and-coming agents. You'll learn exactly how to go from agent to entrepreneur. And now, let's get to the latest episode of Level Up. All right. Welcome, everybody, to the latest episode of the Level Up Podcast. I'm Matt Johnson. We've got Greg Harrelson here. This is kind of a mini episode. We're talking about distractions, momentum, and opportunity. And this is a very timely episode. As we record this, uh, this is coming into the fall of 2017. So whether you are listening to this, um, you know, kind of in that time period, or maybe you are listening to this one or two years down the road, we might be in a market correction. We might be in something even more serious, or we could just be still at the top of bubble. Who knows? But there's a lot of stuff going on on now. And there's probably a lot of stuff going on several years from now, if you're watching and listening to this later. And there's a lot to distract you both on a personal level and to the consumer that you're trying to sell to, Greg. And that's what we really want to dive into. You've got some some coaching. This comes out of a coaching session that you did with your own team, which kind of brought up this topic. So first of all, what do you mean by distractions? Well, I think what we need to do is we need to, to break down distractions into two different categories. There's distractions that you can control, and then there's distractions that you cannot control. So an example of a distraction that you can control is where you're, you know, you're, you've set some time to do some lead generation, and then all of a sudden your, your assistant walks in, and she or they want to talk about something that has nothing to do with generating new business. They want to talk about something maybe to do with servicing a transaction that maybe is not going so well, or just asking a random question. That's a distraction. It's like you've set in your schedule that I'm going to do some generation activity from, say, 8 to 10 o'clock, and then somewhere in between that time, somebody walked in and distracted you. That's something that you can control. And you could say, well, what do you mean I can control? They are the ones that walked in. No, you can control it. Because I can assure you, I told my staff that, that, um, that when you walk in, you better be walking in to them tell me you're getting ready to walk out forever. Because (laughs) I'm standing here. I am standing here doing the activities that I need to do that allows me to pay you and you're sitting here interrupting me. So how the heck am I going to pay you if you don't let me get my job done? Okay. So you can control it. Yeah. Right. Agreed. Then then there's distractions where you get distracted by this podcast and all of a sudden you got this podcast and it's telling you, Oh my goodness, you can do two. This person went from one deal to 350 deals within eight, and a half months and they did it without making any calls. I mean, I would get distracted on that, right? And then all of a sudden you like, you go listen to that podcast and there's a couple great ideas on that podcast because every podcast has a couple ideas, no matter what the title is. Every one of them are good in my mind. You get a couple ideas and then all of a sudden you start running with those ideas and you start thinking about it all day and all night. And then tomorrow morning, you don't do your normal routine of generating business. because You're going to work on this new thing that's going to change everything. And then you realize that on the podcast, they forgot to tell you that they were spending $30,000 per month on Zillow. And when you finally get that information, you realize, oh, I can't do that. I don't have the money to do that. And I think that's foolish. So then you have to go back to the old traditional things that you were doing anyway ways. Yep. There's so much money that's lost in that type of distraction. So those are, those are things that you can control. But what I was talking about with the company, and I've got some notes here because I just had this company coaching call yesterday, is what I'm concerned about right now with the real estate agents is this. The market's been good. So there are more distractions 
that you can control. And the reason why there's more distractions is because we've got a tailwind. The market's good. So the market's rewarding those that are even not that efficient and maybe not that skilled. They're still making sales. So they don't see any pain from their distractions because it's covered up by the momentum of the market. Well, you've got that going on, right? So that means poor habits are being developed in this market, which always happens in a hot market. Poor habits start to actually set in and develop. Okay. Well, now let's talk about distractions that you cannot control. Distractions that you cannot control. Let me tell you right one distraction. Everybody that's listened to this knows that last week, Houston was hit by a massive hurricane. There's devastation everywhere. There's people that lost their lives. There's hundreds of, of thousands of people that are displaced. There's probably over 100,000 properties that may never be able to be sold, and, or at least 50,000 that'll probably be condemned. And 100,000 are probably going to, you know, are, are, are just in disarray, complete disarray, flooding everywhere. Every one of us have talked about it or allowed some news to distract us in that particular area. I don't blame you. I was distracted also. It's not distracted doesn't mean it's a bad thing. It just means that it took my attention away from one thing and put it somewhere. That's all, it, that's all that is. Okay, so there's that distraction. Well, then does anybody like look at the news and see the arguing that's going on between Fox, CNN, the government and fake news and who's going to do this and who's going to do that and emails from this person and, 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 you know, an underhanded meeting with the Russians on this one. Listen, this is not a political conversation. What I'm saying is everybody practically in America has been distracted by the chaos that's going on in the politics, in the government mm -hmm. right now. And it was going on before this president. It's just a distraction yeah. in the presidency and whatnot. So, so many people, the newspaper, not newspapers, the news channels yeah. are, I mean, they are making a mint right now because the number of eyes that are on them, and by the way, they monetize distraction. <laughs> oh, yeah. News, yeah, news people monetize distraction. Oh, so, but yeah. you've got to, so the, this is the thing that I'm saying here is that we're being monetized. Mm -hmm. We're being sucked into this vortex of distraction. Anybody heard of North Korea or anything that might be going on with North Korea? And, you know, is there going to be a war? Is China going to do this? Are we going to step up and do this? Is it going to be nuclear? Can the nuclear bomb actually reach the United States? Are they going to hit Guam? You know, gosh, it sounds like I've been watching too much news. It sounds like I've been distracted, mm -hmm. you know, because that's what's going on right now. And my, here's, here, here's the point that I made with the company. We have to be very careful that though when, when, when we're stating here that you're distracted, I'm, I want you to take your real estate hat off for a minute. And what I really said is I'm a owner of property. I'm a potential, potential seller. I'm a potential buyer. I'm a consumer. The consumer is more distracted right now than I've ever seen the consumer be. Now we got another hurricane brewing out there threatening the East Coast named mm -hmm. Irma. And everyone's distracted based on Irma. I just sent an email notification to my entire database. And I had the largest click-through ratio than I've ever had because I gave them a local update from our local meteorologist on what's going on with 
the hurricane because we're on the East Coast. I sent that out to thousands. I bet you 50,000, 60,000 people received it. Tremendous. I mean, our alerts are going off the ding. They're just going off all day because people are reading our newsletter. Because why? Because they're distracted. They know that that information, that fear is out there. So they're putting attention on that. So we got Irma, we got Houston, we got North Korea, we got the government. You can't control any of those distractions, but what it does is it gives people a sense of uncertainty. And when people feel uncertain, a sense of uncertainty, they tend to not make a lot of decisions. I guarantee you, there are people that were thinking about going to Houston next week to buy property that aren't going. I guarantee you, there are people thinking about selling that are not going. And I guarantee you, I had one of my agents told me he had a call yesterday and the guy says, I'm going to delay putting new carpet in because I did some research and realized that we're in a real low lying area. And basically he's hoping that the, the hurricane comes in, it gets flooded and it becomes an insurance claim. So just think, see, see, these things are happening. Yeah. yeah. Right. So consumers will delay things. So the challenge that I see is the consumers being distracted at the same time that a real estate agent is being distracted. And when both parties, the real estate agent is distracted and doing less generation activities at the same time that the consumers distracted doing less deals, less activity to get deals, less deals in the market. When those two things intersect, then we have a shift in momentum. Right. And that's important for us to look at. Now, I could be wrong. Maybe none of this ever happens. But if I'm right, and there is a shift in, the, in, in momentum, and you're unprepared, it could take you years to recover. Hmm. Okay. So the key is, is you have to look at, there are the risk of both people being distracted right now and you can't control them. You can control yourself. So my coaching to my agents is you have to eliminate all the distractions that you can control and you need to really focus on your generating activities to make sure that if there is a shift, and I'm not talking about a market crash, I'm talking about if the market loses a little bit of momentum, then your activities, increased activities will offset those losses. If you continue to be distracted and there's a little bit of loss of momentum, you're not going to be able to maintain your current production. Mm-hmm. So that's my conversation on distractions. I mean, let's just think about this. How many homes are in the process of being built and the cost to build that home is going to change because of the demands on labor in Houston as well as supplies? I mean, there's a lot of things that we've got to deal with. Houston and this new hurricane is going to have implications across the country. Yeah. It's going to have implications. This is distraction. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about, uh, so you eliminate the distraction that you can control in the sense of really zeroing and focusing on your own business and keeping the distractions outside of your lead generation time, simple practical things that you can do um, just to maintain your focus. And you talked about the, the consumer themselves, if they're distracted, like we think they are, then the total number of deals in the marketplace may go down. So then what's, what does the agent do besides just keeping focused and, and keeping their lead generation time sacred to prepare for 
either that to be the case or even prepared for it to potentially get worse, more distracted, fewer and fewer deals in the marketplace. Yeah, and I think it's a great a great thing to, to talk about. I mean, number one, the thing that we can control is if there's less deals, then you just make more more contacts and you're fine. That's the end of the story. If it takes you 40 contacts to make X amount of, uh, uh, to help X amount of families, right. and then all of a sudden there's less people doing business, then that 40 just needs to change to 100. I know that's easy to say, but that is exactly what the numbers and the data would tell us. Maybe mm-hmm. the 40 and the 100 is a, it's, that's a fictitious number, but there is a number. You can, when, when the distraction of the consumer increases, the answer for the agent is to actually decrease their distractions and increase their number of contacts. Plain and simple, that'll take care of 90% of the problems. But I think what's also important is you've got to understand that the consumer who is distracted and feels there's uncertainty, so therefore they're delaying their plans, you need to really start being better at asking good questions and listening. In other words, so somebody says, well, you know, I'm just not going to sell because I, I'm afraid that, you know, that this storm is going to do this, or I'm afraid that, you know, there could be a war, so we're just not going to sell. Well, then you have to say, well, you know, I understand. And a lot of people are going to change their decisions on selling based on things that they cannot control. How about just tell me again, remind me, why were you moving back to New Jersey in the first place? Yeah. Well, I was going back to New Jersey because my daughter just had a new baby and this is our first grandchild. And, um, you know, we just, my daughter needs help because she also has a brand new job opportunity. And I said, okay, so, so in the event that you do not sell and you do not move back to New Jersey, what kind of position does that put your daughter in? Well, I know that's the problem. I don't, she doesn't really have anybody. And I said, so, you know, how can you help her? Well, the only way I can help her is by getting up there. And you see how, what I want to do is, this is the point, I never said this, is when you're in this situation, then I need to be the distraction. I then, as the agent, I need to distract that, that seller at this moment, and I need to take their attention off of the catastrophes that are taking place and bring their attention back to what their motivation is and then show them the solution to help them get to New Jersey so they can actually be the grandparent that they, can, that they want to be. They can be the mother and the father that they want to be. So when the distraction that we can't control is what's over their minds and it's causing them confusion, then I need to bring their attention and their focus back in line with what their motivation is. Mm-hmm. I need to distract them from their distraction so they can get focused right back on their motivation. And yeah. now all of a sudden you'll see that that agent that has the skill sets to communicate like that will go through the roof. So now you increase your contacts and you improve your skill sets and communication to that distracted consumer. And all of a sudden you see massive growth. Yeah. And, and, and man, there's a lot that we could potentially like go deeper in, in on there, but there's just a couple of things I wanted to kind of point out. So uh, what I heard in that scenario is a couple of things. Number one is you took them through the exact same process that, that Tony Robbins takes people through in terms of like deciding what is the action that I want to take and why haven't I already taken it? What's, what's the pleasure that you're getting by not taking action? What's the cost of not taking action? And, and basically just running them through that same scenario, which is interesting in and of itself. But yes. the whole process that you took that in that scenario 
was that you are leading them to the result that they want. That they want. That's right. And, 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 and the key here, Matt, is you have to identify what they want. Right. And it's typically not to sell their home. Okay. It's the experience that they gain by selling their home. Right. So most agents are talking about selling their home when mm-hmm. I want to be talking about the experience that's going to be created from selling their home. Like you don't have, you don't have a lot of, like I'll, you'll get objections when you're trying to sell somebody's home. Oh, they're going to throw up objections. Like, yeah, will you take a lower commission? Will you do a lower uh, amount of days on mm-hmm. your 90 day listing? That's, those are common objections when you're trying to sell their home. Mm-hmm. But if you're actually helping them get what they really want from selling their home, they're not going to object. They're not going to object to you helping them get to become a better grandparent. They're not going to object to that. The problem is, is we're selling, we're, we're communicating about the end of the transaction. We're communicating about the transaction. We're not communicating about the motivation. No, it's, it's funny you mentioned that because I was just talking about this with uh, with Greg McDaniel on a class that we run behind the scenes yesterday, and and I remember who said it. It was something. I think it was um, a marketing guy that did a lot of work with uh, with Mark Morgan Ford at Agora Publishing. He's the guy that wrote like the Pledge and Ready Fire Aim and all that. Brilliant marketer. Anyway, point of that being is that he talked about people care about wh- where they're at and where they want to be. They don't want to talk about the how. And that's exactly why people hire real estate agents. And I think we lose sight of that a lot is that we're, we're in the transaction every day. And a lot of real estate agents in their zeal for doing a good job for their clients, they genuinely do want to do a good job. They're very passionate about what they do. The problem is, is the consumer doesn't want to know what we do. That's why they hire us. They want to talk about getting from where they're at to where they want to go. And I think that's the point that you're trying to make is, is be, be the right kind of distraction, be a leader, take them off of their distraction and help them get to the result that they want, which means you have to understand the result that they want. But in the process of talking about and, and getting them to have that vision, reset that vision of where they want to be, it's not about the process of how you're going to get them there. They're going to trust you to handle that part. That's why they're willing to give up six or 7% of the equity in their home is they want you to handle that and take that mental burden off. I've never got your yeah. perspective on, on that, yeah. but that, that's my, yeah. my theory of it right now. Yeah, I, I, I get it. So I, I, what, I'm, what, I, what I would say would be this is like the only reason they want to talk about how you're going to get, um, how you're going to get their property sold is because you haven't done a good enough job at explaining how you're going to help them get what they want out of life. Mm -hmm. So when you spend your time on like, okay, this is what you're going to get. In other words, we're going to get you to your granddaughter. And when they feel that you're out there helping them get to their granddaughter, then they're not really caring about how you're going to get their property sold. They're focusing on how you're going to get them to your granddaughter and selling the house is just something that's going to occur throughout the process. We take the focus off of the transaction, put the focus on what we're really looking to accomplish. And, and the consumer really appreciates it, right? You know, the things that the, the consumer is going to say or experience about an agent that uses this technique is, wow, they really get me. 
They really understand me. They really listen. Wow, they really, man, they really listen and really understood me. Now, if you think of they get me, they really listen, they really understood me. Aren't all those things about what we're saying, complaining about with our significant other? (laughs) (laughs) Aren't those the things that we complain about, about our children? Mm -hmm. our teenager. Isn't that the thing that the teenager complains about, about the parents? Isn't Mm -hmm. that the things that the friend says about the other friend? God, they just don't really listen. They don't really get me. They don't that. See, if you can be the person that makes the other person feel like you really care, that you're really listening, that you really heard them, that you're really out there for their interest to help them reach their goals, they are going to hire you end of story. They just want to hire you because they need a friend that would actually be like that because they want to experience what it would be like to be around somebody that actually listens. And when we're in this distracted world that we're in, it's more important. Mm -hmm. It's more important right now. People need this. And that's to me, we're we're talking about doing another one of these at a later time about how to survive a a down market or like, what do you do to prepare if you know the market's going to go down in the future or if it ever busts again, you know, how do you actually break through while everyone's busting? This would be part of the conversation. Um, That conversation is the dialogue has to get better and we have to turn our focus off of us and turn it on to them. And I know that's a cliche and everybody talks about that, but the key is, is how to do that mm-hmm. is what we just talked about. You can say it's all about them, but it's not about what you say. It's about what the consumer feels. And if you want the consumer to feel that particular way, then use some of the strategies I just shared. Yeah, that's really good. Cause that's really what it comes down to. Um, more conversations and better conversations. And you just gave people the key to the better, the better part of that conversations. And, and then for more like, um, probably the best articulation of that approach is still like, it goes back to Jay Abraham, the strategy of preeminence. I, I cannot find any other single source out there that has articulated what it's like to have that mentality than, than Jay Abraham stuff where he talks about treating everyone, not just your current clients, but everyone that you encounter, everyone that you yeah. prospect to as someone who is already under your care and protection, treating them exactly as you would your own family if they were asking for your advice on how to buy and sell real estate. 100%. Yeah. Actually, you know, I mean, you want to you, you, you be an attractor of business, then act as if you're already in business with the person. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's like you talk about attracting business. Now, I'm not saying sit there and do nothing and just attract business. No, you go out and keep doing your work. But every conversation, treat them as if they're already a client and then watch how your business just grows and grows and grows. No, No doubt about it. Absolutely love it. All right. So let's finish this one out because I want to honor your time on this, uh, this yep. mini episode here. So how do people reach out to you? The best way is Greg Harrelson at gmail.com. And I don't think I say this too much, Matt, but for you out there in the audience, please subscribe, you know, to this, uh, to this channel. I know a lot of you rely on, you know, us pushing it out through social media, maybe me pushing it out through emails, but I, I'm truly on a mission to make a difference in, in the, uh, in the real estate industry. And one way that I can make a difference is I can be heard by more people and more people can get these, these, uh, the, these tips. So please, you know, stop relying on just the uh, the way that we push it out and go out there, subscribe so you can pull it in.
Yeah, that's absolutely a great point. So YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, just depending on whether you guys want the video or audio versions. And yeah, a step further than that is is to share it, you know, share it with other agents in your office, share it with your broker. Um, there are other people that definitely need to hear, especially the the mini episodes that we've done that, that address specific and very timely topics. You know, people in your office right now that need to hear what Greg just said. So yeah, go, go a step beyond, share it, uh, email it out, share it on Facebook, share it on Twitter, whatever the case is, whatever you're comfortable with, but make sure to do that guys. Uh, again, thank you guys so much for watching. We do have a free training video for you. Uh, just go to the leveluppodcast.com slash free. Uh, you can pop in your email and you can subscribe to the show that way. And, uh, as a thank you for that, uh, Greg and I shot a, a training video on how to get started in marketing automation so that you can kind of start that machine that starts to bring in inbound seller leads rather than having to just outbound prospect, which there's a place for both of those. Uh, and they're best when they're used in conjunction with each other. We'll get into that in the video, but go to the leveluppodcast.com slash free and get that when you subscribe by email. So Greg, with that said, this has been incredible. Love it. Awesome. Enjoyed it. And if anybody ever has any ideas of what they would like us to, to riff on in the future, just send us an email or post it on the Facebook page. That's right. All right. Thank you so much, guys. We appreciate it. And we'll see you on the next episode.